<laughs> this is really low brow. Weenie and the butt. <laughs> we 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 weenie and the butt 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 butt. Welcome to Namely Nineties, the podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y two K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there's Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with the 90s. You can also find the show on YouTube every Monday at Namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to Patreon.com slash Namely90s with a 90s and sign up for a support level. I thought you froze again, <laughs> but once again, it was just Zoom... <laughs> Fake out. Yes, I froze in place. I don't know why I didn't stop or why I didn't continue to breathe. I don't think you could like. <laughs> yeah, I don't think your camera's high enough def for me to tell if you're breathing or not. So it's 1080p. I don't know how, how it works for streaming, but yeah. Um, that's just me being silly over at namely90s.com slash YouTube. <laughs> anyway, uh, well. How are things? What what just happened? Uh, Thanksgiving recently? Did we talk about that? I don't. We, we no, didn't talk about that because we, we didn't know how it was. Right. Uh, how was Thanksgiving? It's, it's good. Um, second year in a row, I went down to L.A. area, Pasadena, because my my uncle and uncle that lived in the Bay Area retired down there, and uh, so went down there and hung out with family for a little while, and went, went around and did touristy stuff it's it's yeah. it's fun we get to like after after going to the bay area for so many years now i get to go and uh, explore the la area with my aunt and uncle yeah whenever i'm looking to leave the bustling big city of the bay area i move immediately to los angeles well that's pa- <laughs> just pasadena say. but yeah i know what you're saying <laughs> um <laughs> No, they they just they moved down there to be closer to my aunt's daughter. No, no, that's fair. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, the grandchildren. I was expecting it to be like, oh, they moved out to North Dakota. You know, the <laughs> but that was a wild card. They're like, they went from the frying pan into the fire. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> which is an apt an- analogy for California, by the way. Went from the yay to the hell a. <laughs> Ooh, uh, there we go. Very good. Very good. Uh, did we, um, what was the highlight of the food situation? Ooh, let's see. I, I went to, there's a brand new Japan town. Uh, like apparently there's only four Japan towns in America that are legally labeled a Japan town. Hmm. Um, and most of them are in California and there's two now in LA. Um, we went to, uh, we had, we went to an okonomiyaki restaurant, which is like a Japanese cabbage pancake, and they mm. did it the Hiroshima style, which uh, has um, noodles on it, which was I've never had that before. Um, and okay. apparently, I'm pronouncing Hiroshima. As, I avoid 
I avoided yep. the impulse to make any kind of a joke there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I was actually referring to the Thanksgiving spread, but thank you for oh, that. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, oh, oh, Thanksgiving spread. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, so my cousin, she's bakes like, she baked like five pies. Uh, her husband did a prime rib. They did ham. Yeah. Uh, stuffing. My aunt also cooked a bunch of like... Chinese dishes, sticky rice, um, shrimp. The traditional broccoli beef for <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, no, there, there's like a stuffed peppers with peppers Ooh. stuffed with like a fish, fish paste that bakes and the solid. See, this and, sounds good. Oh yeah, quite good. How um, how many were in attendance? Uh, total. Let's see. I think there's eleven, including the kids. It's a lot yeah. of food. But yeah, a lot of food for for not not a lot of people, but uh, it cool. was it was good. We um, had traditional white people Thanksgiving, um, which was mostly just uh, mainly what I do is I just douse everything in gravy. Mm. Love gravy. My mom was like, "I'm gonna make two cups of gravy," and I was like, "Double it." Yeah, that's <laughs> not enough. Like, mom, no. <laughs> we but, had uh, aju. This year, I made the stuffing uh, or the dressing, if you will, which is a sage, apple, and toasted walnut. Excellent. Ooh. Best recipe out there. Fancy boy. And I made our famous creamed corn, which is not that famous, but delicious anyway. We, we, had, a, we had a corn casserole dish, um, huh. which is apparently a Midwest style creamed corn. Yeah, it's like a, not, is it like a spoon bread or yeah, is it thinner? Yeah. It's thinner. It's 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 like somewhere between like a corn corn bread, I guess, and a creamed corn. It was like yeah, it might be like a, yeah, like a spoon bread. You're listening Ooh. to namely corn casseroles. Well, I don't know what a spoon bread is. It's uh, like it's like that. It's kind of like it's a jiggly creamed corn, but not quite cake consistency. Like, yeah, like you could you could scoop it out as yes. a as a single yes okay yeah exactly so uh, interesting very yeah. interesting um, well Mid- I'm a big Midwest fan of Thanksgiving uh, yeah. we we do we do um, Italian on Christmas uh-huh. we do a big lasagna um, which kind of bores me to death I love <laughs> holiday food but uh-huh. uh, Did- my brother loves Italian food so uh-huh. that's that's our our trade off he gets the lasagna on Christmas and I get the turkey on Thanksgiving. Did you guys, did you always do lasagna? No, that kind of evolved later. We realized you don't have to have a turkey Uh, (laughs) every time. It's the same with us for Thanksgiving. Apparently no one uh, in my family on that side likes turkey. (laughs) So when someone rolls up with a turkey and then someone else rolls up with a prime rib, Mm -hmm. that's where it's at. Right. Just saying that's the holidays on the West side. I might have, I might have like, uh, I might, I was like, Oh, I mean, have you ever thought about spatchcocking the turkey? <laughs> kind of just because my my cousin's husband, uh, he's he was he he bought a smoker in the last year, and that's how he did the prime rib. And so it was just like I feel like every time every time we we hang out, I like just put a little extra like suggest subliminal message in his head like oh you could do this um uh, hold on. how old is how old is this person uh he's probably late 30s white uh half still Fish? yes <laughs> late 30s mostly white dude uh, with a smoker. smoker yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It's either that or get super into World War II history. Those are the two things you can do. With two kids. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Or Uh, wear sunglasses on the back of your head and talk about Donald Trump all the time. Those are the all those are the three. I I don't. I do think they're liberal being mostly Asian. That's good. That's good. Uh, But who knows? Who knows? Well, happy holidays and more to come soon. I'm sure. Oh, yes. Um. Well, uh, speaking yeah. of holidays, today is Spotify Wrapped Day. Wrapped Day. Do you do you know about this? Do you not a clue? This? I learned about it today, and I still don't even really fully know what it is. I'll, I'll have to send you our stats after after Please this. Please do. But um, basically, Spotify, the people who use Spotify, which I don't, um, they get like their breakdown of what they've listened to the most and what bands and songs they listen to the most, top five, whatever, in a Instagrammable little um, thing in their Spotify app. And so everyone's social media today is just like, oh, this is my Spotify wrapped, unless you're too embarrassed by how many times you listened to ABBA in the past year. Um, but this, for me, it's a day of like, realizing how out of the loop I am for like indie music. Cause I'll, I'll see like people that I know that listen to music that I kind of like just have completely like, I have no idea who's, who's, who's on their top five played artists. <laughs> or, I've never heard of these songs before. So it's kind of a day to catch up. Um, <laughs> I I'm looking at mine for the very first time. Mm-hmm. My top song of the year was Los Angeles is burning. My bad religion. You played this song a very reasonable nine times. It says uh, you also have to play at least 30 songs for at least 30 seconds throughout the year. To I think I did qualify. Uh, there's also a page for your podcast. that you listen to by with Spotify. Um, um, so. All of my top listen to songs were bad religion. That's that's pretty cool. Because that's all I listened to on Spotify when I was on Spotify. Because then I gave up. Yeah, I like I said, I don't use Spotify. I'm, I I prefer having music on my phone. Um, this is stupid. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah. This is real time, Andrew, learning how dumb this is. <laughs> that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Well, then shall we leave the comforts of modern technology behind and travel back to the nineties? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's do it. December 1998. What was going on? Travel back with me, listeners, if you will, to December of 1998. On the first, Exxon announces a $73.7 billion deal to buy mobile, creating the now infamous Exxon Mobile, the world's largest company. Still? Um, I don't know. Still, at the time, it was the world's largest company. Ah. Uh, on the fourth, the Unity module, which is the second piece of the International Space Station, is launched on the Endeavor, which is the first United States pe- United States built piece to reach the ISS. Hmm. Yes. Is that still up there? I feel like it's still up there. It is. Yes. It, it mm-hmm. hasn't been struck down by China during missile tests. I'm sure it will be soon enough. Was it Russia? Elon Musk satellites. Uh, well, they got struck recently by it was either China or Russia during a, a space missile test. Of course. Yeah. They blew up a satellite and then, you know, 
space space debris is dangerous everyone to stop blowing up satellites on the sixth uh hugo chavez is elected president of venezuela hugo chavez on the seventh star wars rogue squadron is released for the nintendo 64 Followed by Hey You Pikachu on the 12th for the Nintendo 64, as well as Link's Awakening DX for the Game Boy Color. Oh, those are released in Japan on the 12th. And also in Japan on the 18th. Remember, I, I the Wikipedia is weird about dates yes. released. So indeed Mario Party for the Nintendo 64 and the Pokemon trading card game video game for the Game Boy Color is released in Japan. On the 19th, the U.S. House of Representatives vote to impeach President, sitting President Bill Clinton. Is that, is that how that works? Are they, or was he they, standing? Sit? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm receiving in the allegations. President. Yeah. <laughs> um, receiving president. <laughs> on the 21st, Baldur's Gate is released on the, play, <laughs> on the PC. And finally, on the 31st, currency in the Eurozone becomes fixed. Hmm. that's the euro and on the 31st the last leap second for seven years occurs leap second it's when we add an extra second or take an extra second out of the year to make sure that our everything's still synced with right because the earth actually takes it just a little more than 24 hours to spin exactly mm-hmm and also, at some point during the month, Take-Two Interactive forms the Rockstar Games publishing label. Woo! And at, also, at some point during the month, the Pokemon trading card game comes to the U.S. and is published by Wizards of the Coast. Driving and, kids into lives of crime. Although, there are some reports that it came out on in January of 99, but um we're going with 98 just because that's what it said somewhere um conflicting reports it's i think it's even conflicting in the actual wikipedia article perfect in the box office we have on the 11th jack frost featuring michael keaton uh also on the 11th shakespeare in love and star trek insurrection on the 18th we have you've got mail on the 23rd, we have the thin red line. And finally, on the 25th, we have the faculty, Mighty Joe Young, and Patch Adams. Finally, in the Billboard charts, number one for December 1998, I'm Your Angel by R. Kelly and Celine Dion. A song I do not remember and do not care to. And for the first week in December 1998, at number four, we have Do Wop That Thing by Lauren Hill. Number five, we have From This Moment On by Shania Twain. Number six, Because of You by 98 Degrees. Number nine, Iris by, the Goo- by Goo Goo Dolls. Even the Billboard charts says the Goo Goo Dolls like half the time. Uh, yeah. Number 11, This Kiss by Faith Hill. Number 12, Lullaby by Sean Mullins. Hey, these are starting to sound familiar. That one was in the the quiz from last week. Number 13, One Week by Bare Naked Ladies. Number 14, Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Also from last week. Yep. Number 16, Jumper by Third Eye Blind. Number 17, Thank You by Alanis Morissette. 
Number 18, Baby One More Time by the now emancipated Britney Spears. Is that how that works? Brittany? Yes. Brittany. She's no uh, longer a slave. What? Uh, for you. Uh, number 24, <laughs> Hands by Jewel. And number 25, Slide by the Goo Goo Dolls. The Goo Goo Dolls. Hey, Namely 90s Faithful. Our 12 Days of Christmas specials are back for a second year. Starting Tuesday, December 21st, we'll be dropping a special episode every day through New Year's Day. That's right. That's 12 whole episodes to tide you over this holiday season while your other favorite podcasts are taking a well-deserved rest. But that's not all. These aren't any normal episodes of Namely 90s. No, we will be bringing on other podcasters as guests and looking back at some memorable and some horrible holiday special episodes of our favorite 90s television. So if you're out doing some last-minute Christmas shopping, looking to escape from your family get-together, or wanting to feel a little extra love from us and our blanket of nostalgia, we are kicking off our 12 Days of Christmas specials Tuesday, December 21st. Find it on your platform of choice at namely90s.com slash listen. And make sure to check out Kayla on our special episode on Jingle All the Way to kick off the festivities on Monday, December 20th before we drop the 12 Days of Christmas specials the following day. And now back to the show, unless we have something to say there. That's like the Ohio State University. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, who just says Goo Goo Dolls and who leaves it uncapitalized? Like they, they got like really picky, like after decades after when the band was actually like relevant. Yeah, that's that's a really annoying thing to complain about. Like, At least they're saying your name. Like I get it. Panic at the disco removes their their exclamation mark. That's fine. I get it. That's annoying to have the panic at the disco. Uh but come on. Are you guys going to see panic at the disco? <laughs> Just pregnant pause after pregnant pause. I mean, what what else would there be? Pregnant I don't know, ladies. But I feel like just making the pause extra long in an awkward way is always fun. Yes. I'm here to see panic <laughs> at the disco. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, anywhere you want to go? Mm. Well, two things. Yes. Uh, what didn't we talk about? You've got mail already. Uh, no, we did a quotely nineties for, Oh, uh, that's why. Okay. Also, we may have talked about sleepless in Seattle, which, which also the bookstore one. This one's the bookstore one. Okay. <laughs> sleepless in Seattle is the one that stars Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Th- thank you for <laughs> the clarification. And it, uh, it, it's in Seattle. This is where I joked that basically while they were having like this little cute, whatever thing, Jeff Bezos was creating Amazon. And it was like, okay, well, yeah, yeah. screw these two anyway. Well, uh, do you remember you've got mail then? Um, I remember there was mail that was AOL, right? That you've got mail. Yes. You've got mail. Put the uh, AOL disc in the computer. Fire um, up that bad boy. What does the L stand for? America online. On the line. That was before online was one word. I get, wow. Yes. Jeez. America on line. Wow. 
the nineties, man. That just, people still have AOL email addresses. That's the funny thing. I'm like, oh, how? how do I know you're a boomer? You have an AOL email address. That's how. Uh, or MSN or uh, yeah, but AOL is a special kind where it's like you have it because you subscribed to AOL Earthlink. when you still could net zero. Yeah. Anything, Juno, anything with a, anything with a free CD key. Yeah. Oof, boy. Well, that's the other thing. Like how much, uh, how, how often are they like calling through their email and just like deleting everything? Like, is that as someone with, um, as someone with, Nine thousand three hundred, or sorry, nine ninety three thousand six hundred sixty three unread emails from uh, over the past decade and a half. Well, I just ended up doing a bulk delete. I was like, just searched all unread emails, and I was like, mm-hmm. well, I haven't read them by now. <laughs> just deleted all of them. That's a good point. <laughs> Google did not like it. It took it a while to like do it properly. Uh, I mean, it's still like less than a gig's worth of emails. I, I don't. No, I know. I just didn't like it. Uh, I'm waiting until I hit uh, six digits, and then maybe I'll start taking a hard look at my life. So anyway, uh, um, you've got mail. 1998 yeah. romantic comedy filmed and directed by Nora Ephron, which is a name that should trigger something. No. Zach Efron's mom. I don't think they're related. No. Okay. Nora Efron, like she's like the nineties chick flick lady, I guess. Maybe even before that, eighties, nineties. Let's see. American journalist. Uh when Harry met Sally, Sleepus in Seattle. Uh, uh you know You've got yeah. mail. Uh let's just say Probably a good thing she spends most of her time behind the camera. Julie and Julia. That was mean, but I went that there. It was. Uh, yeah. Nora, Nora, Nora Efron movies are chick flicks. Chick flicks. Generally. She died in 2012. Oh, rip. At the age of 71. Wow. Didn't yeah. realize she was that old. Um, I don't know. She she looks pretty for some reason. Oh, she worked briefly as an intern in the White House of President John F. Kennedy. Jeez, that that is a long life there. Um, yeah, you've got mail based <laughs> inspired by the 1937 Hungarian play Parfumery. You you remember that one, right? Yeah, by Nicholas uh, Laszlo. Laszlo. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently it was adapted into two other plays or movies. Um, but yes, so it's a story of two people in an online romance who are unaware. They're also business rivals. Um, yeah, uh, basically Tom Hanks is, uh, in charge of a big box store that's moving in next to, or a big box bookstore. I don't know what you would big call box that. Like uh, a Borders or a, a Barnes barn. and Noble. Yeah, I don't think Borders... Does Borders still exist? No. I think Borders is gone. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Borders were, became Forever 21. <laughs> I mean, specifically the Borders at Alderwood Mall. I don't mean, but, like, that they became the store Forever 21. They were all the rage once upon a time. Uh, Isn't it weird there's a Cheesecake Factory at the Alderwood Mall now? Yes, because the Cheesecake Factory used to only be at classy places. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like the middle of downtown Seattle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So the 1937 Hungarian play was about uh, the internet. Yes. Um, okay. Perfect. I, I assume from the title, uh, it was rival uh, perfumeries. Yes. Perfume stores, uh, if you will. Uh, but yeah, so they enter like an email online relationship, which is strange, and um, you know they both have their own romantic partners that are terrible for them. And then they fall in love and then they realize they're the other opposite person because they keep almost meeting each other and then they do and then they hate each other, but then complain about the person over email to each other to each other. And then they're like, oh, yeah, and they're sort of like commiserating over this. And then they find out they're in love with each other, which causes the third act uh, shake up. And then one of them uh, obviously tries yeah. to make it up to the other when you're like. This is all going a little too well. I wonder what's going to happen next. Yeah. I I assume Meg Ryan's fiance tries or Meg Ryan's boyfriend tries to propose at some point. Is it, is it weird that I'm driven nuts by that? What? Well, they, that thing they always do in every movie where it's like, things are going super well. Oh no. Now they're going badly. I wonder how they will wrap this up. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) It's like, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's any romantic comedy. Like, I watched um, the that one on Netflix, that new one on Netflix about Christmas, um, where the the Asian guy catfishes um, the the California Malibu Buzzfeed writer girl, and she she flies out to uh, meet him for Christmas uh, to surprise him for Christmas, and it turns out he's like a he looks like a nerdy Asian dude, not a hot Asian dude. I guess it's better than when like people just kill everybody in a show and like that's their thing. That's <laughs> annoying. It's like, oh, they killed somebody again. What a shock. Game of Thrones. Walking Dead. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that I mean that's newer. That's that's newer. Like, that's the new thing. Kill that's, everybody. That's a new thing when <laughs> You're like, I don't yeah. care if uh, you have a contract. I'm going to kill you and your character off. You'll never believe what happens at the end of this episode. Yeah. Well, How d- why do I believe it, though? <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. Like, you know, it, it was shocking when it was Glenn being killed by uh, the, the guy with the baseball bat. Means I, nothing. I haven't seen that season. Walking Dead. Okay. Um <laughs> Like that was that was like one of the first big shakeups in a long time on The Walking Dead, and then Game of Thrones just went hard balls to the wall with it. Um, so, um, what speak. do we think about You've Got Mail? I think it's better than Sleepless in Seattle. It's less depressing. Fair. It's cute. It's Are more cutesy. It's Seattle? a Nora Ephron movie. No, uh, I think this one is New York. Yeah, it seems right. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, again, it's hard to, to, to separate this from Sleepless in Seattle and Joe versus the volcano. Imagine being the person who wrote that play in like the 1930s and then to find out that it just basically was, um, turned into like the, the, the iconic line from AOL, you know, you've got me. Well, I mean, he would have no concept of what email or AOL was and all, all that true oh all right uh anyway what's that what else what else we have talked about speaking of balls to the walls let's go pokeballs to the wall 
Oh boy. Uh, Pokemon trading card game. Because that, that was a big part of the 90s. That was a big part of my 90s. I don't think you played. I, you play? Yes, but I dabbled. I dabbled. Uh, had some cards. and did we, did, we, did we do one of the actual games? I did try to play it a couple times, but it was quite... I mean, I remember it. I remember they're like the different energy cards or whatever, the mm-hmm. different like elements. It's it right? basically like magic which uh, skinned with Pokemon, like more right. or less. Which I, I've never played Magic, but that's what I I hear people compare it to. Um, magic: The Gathering of Virgins. What I did, uh, I did play Pokemon TCG <laughs> back in the day. That's uh, and I uh, I also the local Toys R Us uh, had like a Pokemon card tournament like every oh, really? weekend or whatever. It, they were like, if you if you went there, you can win gym badges, uh, which were like physical little pins. And, uh, like, yeah, I, as a, like, what, 1998, 99. So like as a 10 year old, no concept of how to play this game strategically, I would go there, get my ass handed to me. And, uh, yeah, I feel like I remember this being a thing in the fifth grade. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> yes, the, the, because people like bringing in. Japanese Pokemon cards. I remember um, one of one of my classmates, uh, Chelsea. We'll call her. Um, her brother had a bunch of Japanese cards, and she brought them into class and showed them off. And someone may have uh, walked off with them at one point. Wasn't that me? No. Say you. <laughs> uh, allegedly. If, if not in a hypothetical situation, it might have been me. Uh, but I tried to return it to her at one point. I do remember distinctly. Yes. It was in Mrs. Felty's fifth grade class. I didn't realize we were in the same fifth grade class. Yeah. And it was like right just around the corner from the computer lab classroom that I used to help in. Uh-huh. I forget the name of the person who was in there. I thought John Christmas and I were in the same. I specifically remember fifth grade. That's who I had. Uh, okay. I had the same fourth and fifth grade teacher. We had, we got the grant from Bill Gates and they gave us the computers in the classroom. I remember I would help in the computer lab and we had the Sony Mavica digital camera. Mm. Remember that thing? What a beast. Yes. You put I don't a think floppy we were in the same fifth grade class. No, but I had her for fifth grade. Okay. You must have had someone different. Yes. I want to say born. No, no that was second, our second grade, grade teacher. teacher. Get it right. No, sorry. Uh, no, I remember the whoever the fifth grade teacher was. She was from Texas, so she'd do Longhorns. But if you guys want to see a blast from the past, blast from the past, the look up the Sony Mavica. Just slide that floppy disk right on in there. Oh, that used a floppy disk. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know what, it. What was that like? A two kilobyte or kilo kilopixel? Camera? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just it was one pixel. That was just the average color of everything in the in the frame of view. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Pokemon trading card game was pretty big for a little while, and it had a resurgence during COVID. Um, also, sorry to our hypothetical classmate named Chelsea. Um, sorry about your last name. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. On the what was I going to say? Um, Must have been hard living with a name like that. Uh, 
2020 um, YouTubers really... She's going to hate us if she ever hears this. No one's ever going to hear this, let's be honest. Oh, fair enough. Um, sh- 2020, <laughs> uh, because of the lockdown, um, people our age started buying up all the Pokemon cards and uh, like opening them on Twitch streams and stuff. And then uh, a YouTuber, um, one of the D-bag ones, like uh, I want to say <laughs> Logan Paul, um, paid like an absurd amount of money for a first edition holographic Charizard, which was like the, the card to get in, out of the base deck or based the original series. Do you remember that? Yeah. The whole, I do. I remember that very distinctly. Never got one of those. I was very sad. Um, I do have a new generation, a reprint, uh, but a reprint. Good God. Well, so here's the thing. My nephew got into Pokemon cards a few years ago. And so I wanted to play him um, with a deck of like the old school cards. Hmm. So uh, it seems like every five years they re re-release the same um, like the gen one cards. Oh, I thought um, you were going to say Spider-Man movie. Sorry. <laughs> no, pretty, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so I was trying to beat him using all the like first generation cards with a deck that I built and like, these new cards are freaking crazy, man. Like uh, 300 HP of uh, base point, like a level one card can have that. And then like it does like 170 damage per attack. And I'm just like looking at uh, like the Charizard had like 120 HP. <laughs> like that's, that's ridiculous. The, the the new Pokemon trading card game is is way OP. Kids these days will never know how bad we had it. Well, I, I mean, after twenty five years, you, you, apparently you just you. I mean, don't, I guess that's inflation. No, that's not how that Pretty works. <laughs> kind of though. Um, yeah. So I I am staring at my my Pokemon deck that I'm taking home for Christmas to face off against my little nephew. Um, with your just, weakling like 90s Pokemon well I I may have uh, also been one of the, the terrible YouTube generation millennials that bought some Pokemon cards during the pandemic to beef up my deck why you're such a snowflake uh, well uh, here's the thing like I went to Target at like 8 a.m. recently and uh, there's like people waiting in line to rush and like steal or to g- grab all the Pokemon cards they can and resell it on the internet because some douchebag YouTuber uh, paid a million dollars for a Charizard hollow. I want to go stand in line at Target with all those people and be like ready to go and then run in well, as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And then just go to the cat litter, which is where I usually go. <laughs> just be like, oh boy, I thought this cat litter was going to go too, too quick. Whew. Um, and then like on top of that, it's just like the kids can't get these cards now because scalpers are like, like no one can get a PS five. No one can get Pokemon cards at these scalpers that are just like buying it and then reselling it for quadruple the price on, on eBay and stuff. And it's just like, uh, did you hear like McDonald's over the summer had, uh, I think we talked, we might've talked about this over the summer. McDonald's had like, um, a little booster packs. They put in the happy meals, right? And people like people, our age would go to the McDonald's and just buy them out of the toys. And it's like, 
your kid's not getting a toy and they're having meal because some selfish jerk our age. Wait, you just buy like, the toys? Yeah, you always They can. should just not allow that. Well, they they didn't think about it. Like, they even bought out all of the, like, Happy Meal boxes that had Pokemon branding on them. Should we try to bring back Beanie Babies? Uh, yes. Because I have a bunch of Beanie Babies that I would like to get rid of. We had to sell early, <gasps> though. Ooh, yeah. We could do that. We should do that. Everyone listening to the sound of my voice. We should create our own cryptocurrency based named beanie after Beanie Babies. <laughs> well, I have actual Beanie, beanie Babies. Box. I have actual Beanie Babies that are uh, in storage that we could probably like we just need we need one famous YouTuber to be like I miss collecting Beanie Babies and then we're creating Beanie Bucks I'm telling you all right Beanie Bucks name me 90s uh, cryptocurrency Beanie Bucks TM uh, that's F-U. a CK <laughs> so what so le- level one tier uh, yeah. on Patreon that's name of 90s.com slash Patreon. Speaking of terrible ideas, Star Trek Insurrection slash Patreon.com slash namely 90s of the 90s. You said it backwards. <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. Patreon.com slash 90s. Namely 90s of the 90s. Yes, that makes more sense. Um, also, if you click on the donate button on our website, it'll take you to a Rick roll. And <laughs> uh, uh, Star Trek Insurrection. We've been going through the, the TNG Star Trek movies in like the last month or so. So this is the last. I'm pretty sure this is the last one from the 90s that we'll be talking about. Um, it breaks my heart. Um, and this was a bad one. So there. Although I don't think it gets enough credit. I, I watched it within the last five years and thought this isn't terrible. It's just it's the basic plot is the they they're helping these people off of a planet that are being attacked by another race and mm. which turns out to be the same race just they've left the planet and the planet has like a, a fountain of youth aspect to it for some reason mm. uh so as the crew's on the planet they just like get super randy with each other and uh, randy the klingon gets klingon pimples and uh, Jordy can see because apparently he wasn't blind when he was a kid, but I'm pretty sure he was. I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't remember how the fountain of youth works. Um, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. People don't think it's great. I think it's a very just. It's a fine. It's Star Trek. Passable. Yes, passable. Um, thought we should finish off with some video games. I think. Sure. Do you remember any of these? Uh, Link's Awakening. I'm aware of that. Uh, let's talk Link's Awakening then. Uh, did, did we already talk Link's Awakening? I don't at some know. Point? Why don't you uh, tell me about these games? Well, uh, Link's Awake- The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is a 1993 action-adventure game for the Nintendo Game Boy. I think that's when we talked about it originally. <clears throat> uh, and it was remade and re-released for the Game Boy Color uh, in whatever year this is 1998 um and then remade again for the nintendo switch which i think your wife kayla purchased when she bought her um switch light that sounds correct when you when you two were here on vacation the first time no, second no. time first time first time first time uh yes um it's a it's a cute little fun game that was an existential crisis because 
Link washes up on an island that's actually a dream. <laughs> and as you were uh, helping defeat the monsters, you realized that the monsters are all a part of the dream. And once the dream uh, monsters are dead, the dream ends and everyone on the island dies because the dream monsters were actually his own monsters internally. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fun little game. I, 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 I really enjoyed the re-release. I remember, um, this game in particular was on a game boy Keller in the Macy's, which might've been, a, yeah, the Macy's in the Alderwood mall. You don't think it was a bon marche? It was Macy's at this point. I want to say, uh, yes, because uh, Bon Marche was bought out um, in August 2003. Federated rebranded the Bon Marche, turning it into Bon Macy's. Really? Well, okay, so it was still Bon Marche. No, well, was it Bon Marche at the? Maybe I'm thinking of the Everett Mall. It was changed into Bon Macy's in t- in, in 2003. Okay. Was the, the Bon Marche? Was the Alderwood one always a uh, Bon? Was it a Bon Marche before it was Macy's though? I believe so. So, I believe so. I believe so. so, 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 so. Anyway, uh, in the Bon Marche, um, on the top it floor, was. in the kids section, there was a Game Boy Color that you could play uh, for all the kids that were shopping with their parents and hated doing that and wanted to play video games. And I remember it was, they just had it just sitting there in the, like a kiosk, like a play Nintendo games kiosk where they would sell overpriced Nintendo games. And, uh, they had this one in the game boy for the longest time. Like find another game for people to play. Like why would a linear, why would a linear game be the one that you leave in the game boy? All people are going to do is just delete the save files and rename the link butts or something. <laughs> butts. With five Z's. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's also the only Zelda game with Yoshi. Oh, really? It's kind of a weird little tidbit. Well, it's a, he's a doll. But uh, oh. in the game, there's like a chain chomp. There's a lot of like Mario characters in in the game or Mario like creatures in the game. And it's also the first appearance of Malin and Terran Talon. Uh, I think he was Terran in this game, but oh, okay. same, same thing. Um, I think it was Marin and Terran. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's wow. all I got for you. That's a lot of nothing that I know nothing about. Do you I mean, ever you Pikachu? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I, I never it, had it, but it is was it like the Pikachu version of um, Tamagotchi? Uh, kind of, yeah. So it was for the Nintendo sixty four. I think it utilized the expansion pack, and but you also got like this uh, microphone attachment that connected to your uh, sixty four controller. Wow, that's cheesy. Yeah, and you would speak into it and uh, control the Pikachu, um, which. <laughs> And they also released like a Pikachu Nintendo 64 themed Pikachu that was like blue and then Pikachu's like slid up and down for the um, power button. Might have been Pokeballs. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, that's all I have to contribute to that. And <laughs> Rogue Squadron. Uh, I never had the original one. I don't think. 
uh, for the 64. I That's had like a flying game? Star Wars, yeah. It's It was like their flight simulator okay. uh, on console. Um, but it also had like points where you'd run around with a lightsaber. The only Star, Star Wars. Wars game I remember is Star Wars Dark Forces, which was like a first-person shooter. Dark Forces 1 or 2? Yeah, the first one. Okay. Because 2 is like the classic that everyone remembers. It might have been 2. Okay. Um, yeah. I I, play, I I remember Rogue Squadron 2 and 3 were for the GameCube. And 3 was cool because you got to play through like Luke's storyline in... Yeah, I played Dark Forces 1. That's what we had on our computer. Oh, geez. Not 2. I want to go back and play that. Uh, 2 is available on the Nintendo Switch and probably Steam. Nice. uh, For cheap. Um, Yeah, I tried playing it. I could not get the controls down. Well, anything else? December 1998? Uh, No, unfortunately, I don't. uh, Boy, this is a rough one for me. Hmm. Well, then that's it for this week's edition of Namely 90s Abrupt End. Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. Check the episode description for this week's supplemental Spotify playlist curated by yours truly. And find us on Twitter and Instagram at Namely 90s 90s. Tell us your memories of these Nintendo products that we never had. And find our personal accounts at B. Schwitty and at Namely Andrew. And tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at namely90s.patreon.co slash namely9 with 97s5. Finally, you can also contact us through our website, namely90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Pocket Monsters, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart, Good Pods, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon, and that's Andrew, and we will catch you next time. can't use that one as a kicker.